You're listening to the Huddle Up Podcast with Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com and sound off. And now it's time to drop some knowledge. Okay, we're live, but we got to let it breathe just for a minute while we bring on Facebook, and then we will get this party started proper and get this thing going. It's been a minute, it feels like, since we've talked to everybody, but gosh, I guess it's only been, well, I guess for me, it has been a minute. My last show was Wednesday, and you guys held down the fort with authority, but welcome in, guys. Huddle Up Podcast presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle, powered by Blue Wire Pods. I'm your host, Chad Jensen, with me, my fellow football priest and the deputy editor of milehighhuddle.com, Zach Kelberman. Zach, first and foremost, my friend, how was your weekend? It was pretty low-key, I would say. I'm kind of just excited for training camp to get here. And for me, next week, personally, the Cowboys camp starts. So I'm just getting back into football uh, season mode now. My vacation time is over, and now I'm just, you know, all, all, uh, all systems go for training camp. And I hope you had a nice weekend as well. Yep, I've just continually been moving stuff into my new studio here, as you guys can see behind me. I still have the backdrop up because my uh, walls and different things, it's not quite done yet. i got to finish up the windows, too. But for now, I'm just digging it. It's it's really fun, and I'll be able to hopefully show everybody what i got cooking here in the very near future. But nice weekend for yours truly. Zach, I wanted to get your take on this. You had an article that did very well for us over this weekend on Deshaun Watson. Now, for most Broncos fans, I think that ship sailed emotionally, not so much when Aaron Rodgers entered into the potential picture, but when all these, what is it now, Zach, 22 allegations of sexual misconduct, when that went from being a single uh, individual um, you know, accusation to 22, I think Broncos fans started shutting off. But Jeremy Fowler of ESPN had something that kind of reignited things. What's the what's the story? I'll pull it up. Well, basically, Fowler kind of just parroted the refrain about Deshaun Watson. The same thing we heard in February, Chad. In fact, I linked the article that it was either you or Keith wrote from February that Deshaun Watson was intrigued by the Denver Broncos. And in that time, we've also heard from his former teammate, Broncos safety Kareem Jackson, that he wants to be in Denver so it seems like Fowler is reporting the same thing he reported on with Aaron Rodgers and the Broncos. They're monitoring quarterbacks from afar, and there's some sort of mutual interest, either from Watson's camp or the Broncos' camp. I just think, like you said, though, with 22 allegations still up in the air, we don't know if he's going to play this year. We don't know if he's going to be on the commissioner's exempt list. We don't know his status. Settlements are reportedly in the works, but it's going on training camp now. It's pushing August soon, and, and nothing's been resolved with him. The NFL is also investigating, and it seems likely he's going to miss at least a few games under the personal conduct policy, even if he's cleared legally. So he's a you know he's a, a non-factor, I think, for the Broncos in terms of trade, legitimate trade talk and trade speculation, but it's keeping the page use tr- uh, churning, and it's keeping ESPN analysts like Jeremy Fowler working. Um, I do want to add, though, Chad, Ben Albright of KOA Radio, he replied to a tweet we had about the story, and he mm-hmm. threw cold water on it as well, saying that there's no real interest, and maybe if Watson's legal issues were resolved, the Broncos would be in on him, but it, it, they haven't been, and the Broncos aren't to this point. Yep, that's the uh, proverbial fly in the ointment, is this dude is not a free and clear uh, target, right? There's... There's many dubious bogs and pitfalls to navigate if you want to even think about getting Deshaun Watson in your fair NFL city. And as you mentioned, just to like 
spell this out for people. Let's say Deshaun Watson never gets charged with anything criminally. Let's say he ends up settling out of court with these women who have made these accusations. The NFL, because it's not just one, if it was maybe just one, you think, oh, who knows? It could be true, but it could also just be money-seeking. But when it's 22 women, the NFL would be remiss to not view that as some sort of um, you know, behavioral misconduct, a pattern, right? And so even if he ends up throwing out a few bucks to, to these 22 women and no criminal charge comes, the NFL is going to sit him down, I'm sure, It'll be something like a four-week suspension, something like that. He'll appeal it. Maybe he'll end up having to serve two. So my question to you, Zach, is I know Benjamin Albright threw cold water on this, but if you were – and you got to imagine too, Zach, that if there is a silver lining to this unfortunate situation that has transpired with these allegations coming out, if there is such a thing as a, as a silver lining, it might be that the, gro- the value that had ballooned into something gross and almost obscene, people talking about – you know, three first rounders, three second rounders, like for Deshaun Watson, maybe now that cost is a little bit more manageable if you can get some clarity on what's going to happen with his allegations. I would say that's the only silver lining. You can maybe get Deshaun Watson, the NFL's reigning passing champ, for one singular first-round pick. No foundational players, maybe a conditional late-round pick. That's the only positive here. But I just maybe if John Elway was in charge still, I just don't see someone as conservative and uh, forthright as George Payton shelling out premium capital for someone still under investigation. And what you said was actually a good point, Chad. It's not one or two. You can maybe sneak by with that. It's 22. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me 22 times. There's a problem there. And the NFL has gone to the extremes after bungling the Ray Rice situations with domestic violence, bungling Ezekiel Elliott with that suspension as well. They're going to take their time on this. They're going to investigate every single claim, make sure there's nothing criminal there. And once they go from there, he might still end up on the commissioner's exemplist and uh, banned for, like you said, four, two, three, whatever games this coming season. He's just untouchable in the worst way right now. And like Albright said, maybe if the situation was resolved or maybe if these allegations never were made, the Broncos would be in, but it looks like they're going to training camp, Chad. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, not Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. And plus, I'm not sure now that I think about it because it's been three, four days since our last pod, but I think we did address this on Wednesday night's show, but for those fans that are not satisfied with a lock Bridgewater ticket in Denver, it's still pining for the potential Aaron Rodgers tectonic trade. The pendulum seems to have swung back toward him returning to green Bay, which to me, I'm sorry, it doesn't add up. That doesn't make sense to me based on all of his posturing this year, based on all of his, you know, the words that have been said both by him and the team, I don't know. Why would you go to all this length only to say, oh, training camp starting, here I am, gang, like without some sort of massive, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, caving of some sort, whether they – it's, and I don't think it can just be a new deal, Zach. Remember, there were reports that he wanted the GM fired. So I don't know because that would be quite the emasculating scene for Aaron Rodgers if all this blustering, Green Bay does nothing, and he just shows back up to camp. 
There's no way uh, Mark Murphy, the CEO of the Packers, they constructed a front office and a coaching staff in Matt LaFleur and uh, Brian Gutenkunst, who led the team to within, you know, a few plays of a Super Bowl last year. They're not going to destroy that because their quarterback, as good as he is, wants that to happen. But that's a rumor. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers wants. So all we can do is speculate that it's about money. He wants to be assuaged in some way, or he didn't like the Jordan Love pick. He didn't like the Jake Cromolo uh, release. We don't really know what's going on. I think it's kind of noteworthy, though. Remember when he called him? Mark Murphy did a complicated fella about a month ago. Mark Murphy just gave a, you know, he was talking about the financial statements of the Packers. He said there's nothing new there. The way I read it, I know you're a little different on this, Chad. I think there's been a little bit of, uh, I think the word you're looking for is concession behind the scenes. Yes, that's, that's the word. Thank you. One of the two sides, I think, came to the plate and offered an olive branch to the other side. And I think something will get done. I think if he was going to be traded, we would have heard more by now, and it would have probably been done by now. I think the Broncos, though, they have to plan for what's in front of them. Training camp starts in 10 days, and they have two quarterbacks on the roster who they genuinely like. Maybe if they learn that the situation is untenable, irreparable in Green Bay for Rodgers, they'll be more of an active player, but no team is right now. No team's really sticking their beacon, and that would lead me to believe that maybe there's something going on positively behind the scenes in Green Bay. We shall see. As I uh, have been told by a mentor many, many times back in the day, all will be known in due time. Uh, We got a lot more to get to tonight, gang, including matters of business. We're going to get to that. But first, real quick, a mile-high salute shout-out to Tanner, who jumped in long before we hit the old go-live button to leave this very generous super chat. Tanner, seriously, man, hats off to you. Thank you, my my friend. It, uh, I mean, this is why we show up day after day, even in the middle of the off-season when most uh, of our competition's out there, you know, on the lake or on vacation and (laughs) – so, Tanner, thanks. Zach, I'll read this, but just unbelievable generosity. I find myself literally pinching myself because not only was Tanner this generous, but he was this generous before the show even started. To hop in and show that level of support literally blows us away. So, Tanner, thank you so, so much. Blessed. Seriously, we thank you guys, I mean, for making this possible for us. We love you. I hope you guys know that. Tanner says, sorry, guys, I've been gone for a minute. Been super busy with some personal stuff. Happy to be back and always watching the pods. So keep doing what you guys do. Hashtag state of being. Hashtag Broncos for life. And hashtag let them hate. Very cool, man. Hope everything's okay, Tanner. And we're just, we know you're always listening. But hey, when we can get you in a live chat like this, we'll take it. Yeah, that's why it's not even, I mean, the super is amazing, Tanner, but just, and we know we say this a lot, but just your interaction. When we see your name in all caps, Tanner Hulse, it's a better podcast and you make it so. So we appreciate you and we hope you're having a great night. Thank you for being with us. You demand. All right, real quick, some matters of business. I'll blast through these quickly. Um, In fact, before I get to the social, got to make sure everyone knows tomorrow night, appointment viewing. Yes, sir. John has done a great job to book another phenomenal guest on the show. We're going to have Denver Broncos. Offensive guard Austin Schlotman on the show. So it's the traditional, usual time, guys, 6 p.m. Mountain. We'll be sharp on the dot tomorrow night, though, trust. 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have this Denver Broncos offensive guard, interior offensive lineman. He plays a little center, too, on the show, and we look forward to that. So mark it in your calendars. Put it in your phone. For me now, if I want to make sure I don't forget something, I simply – update my calendar and my phone. I'm a, I'm one of the great unwashed, right? I'm a, I'm a Android guy. And so Google reminds me 
every, every if I put something on, you know, July 19th and I set what time that is, boom, my phone starts going off and I look, oh yeah, Austin Schlopman on the Huddle Up podcast tonight. So Zach, it's going to be fun. It is. And Chad, though, we got to get you on Team iPhone, man. You know, I have a rule that I don't text people that are green and iPhone users will know what I mean by that. And I make an exception for you, but we got to get you to the other side. for sure. I'll be honest with you. I gave it the old college try as someone who uh, started off with smartphones on the Android side. I don't know, a couple two, three years back or something, we switched services. I think we went from like Sprint to Verizon or might have been the other way around. And they had some, uh, you know, promotion going for iPhone. So I tried it out. And I don't know if it's because my brain had been wired all those years to Android phones and Google and all that stuff, but it just was the op. As someone who actually read the biography of Steve Jobs and his whole thing about Apple was it's got to be intuitive, that it was the opposite of that for me. I just struggled with it to the point where less than a week later, I just took it back into him. I said, here, take this back. Let me get a uh, Galaxy. And they go, well, you know, I'm going to get a $50. You have to still pay 50 bucks. And I'll say, all right, here, take it. So, I don't know. I think what I'll do, Zach, just real quick, is I'm probably going to buy a, a MacBook. So I'll get something like that and see if I can kind of warm up to Apple and then maybe I'll switch phones someday. You know, I had an Android too, and I, 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 I'm the exact opposite as you. I found uh, Apple a lot more intuitive, a lot more easy. And it's like, I guess, Coke or Pepsi. You're, you're yep. one fan or the other. And I'm more of, a, I guess, a Coke guy and you're more of a Pepsi guy in a sense. All right, guys, here's how you connect with this. So don't forget, Austin Schlotman tomorrow night. Uh, connect with us on Twitter at Huddle Up Pod, also at Mile High Huddle. Our great producer, Buona Beast, who went to great lengths to not only get uh, Graham Glasgow on the show for a couple, I don't know, a couple months back, and now Austin Schlotman. Follow him on Twitter at John K M H H. My partner here is at Kelberman at Kelberman NFL. Myself at Chad N Jensen. Also, kindly make sure you are both liking and following the Huddle Up Podcast Facebook page. Either open up the app on your phone. And search Huddle Up Podcast or navigate on a browser to facebook.com slash milehighhuddlepod. And guys, we got some big plans for that page, but we got to wait to roll it out until we get to scale. So in the meantime, what we're doing to help incentivize you to go over and like that and follow that page is each and every week, we give away a little piece of swag to someone randomly who is both liking and following that page. So take care of that. Also, kindly consider becoming a supporter on Facebook. If you are one of our great super supporters, you no doubt did not miss the trickle zone yesterday at noon mountain time on Saturday. Kelberman's corner was Zach here today at noon and Kim Becker. Great show. And then Broncos book club with yours truly. Uh, not long today, actually, before we went live with the huddle up podcast. So we are serving up some premium VIP video content, podcast content for our super supporters on Facebook. If you want access to that, help us keep the lights on as well here at MHH. Just open up Facebook, find our, our mile high huddle page. Hard to miss because there's almost 100,000 fellow Broncos fans following that page. Click the big blue button at the top. You're in like Flynn. And guys, check out the merch store, huddleuppod.com. Get your swag on. Get a hat. Get a tee. Another way to support what we are doing here. New, fresh designs coming soon. And if you're not in a position to do those things, hey, these three things, we would consider it as a massive solid if you could do this. Make sure you're subbed. And if you're on YouTube, all right, make sure you hit the bell notification like the video, guys, if you're on YouTube, Facebook. You have no idea how much that helps us. And then share this video out there on your social media. Help us continue to grow and reach those new like-minded Broncos fans just like you. All right, John, we have some uh, superstars who have been waiting patiently as we've been getting through some of these talking points. And then now, in fact, let me grab Edward here. Good to see you, Edward. Appreciate you, my friend. Rocking the Let Him Hate shirt still, Zach, a classic. Just showing some love, says Ed. Hit the like button. Thank you for reminding everybody. 
Can't wait till Wednesday. Thanks, Chad and Zach. Never box for life. Block 2021. Let them hate. State of being. That's right. We got Ed coming on the show again. This will be Ed's second appearance on the Huddle Up podcast for a superstar segment. So, Ed, we look forward to that, my friend, as well. Thank you for the super chat. Can't wait to talk to you on uh, Wednesday, Ed. And I noticed the chat's in shambles right now, guys, talking about like Ray Rice and Michael Vick. Let's keep it on track. You know, let's not devolve into people and, and personal attacks like that. So we'll get back on topic here. Funny to to see here at 617 Mountain Time, 817 Eastern Time, a message from Geiger Gaming, our friend Peter, saying good morning, because as we know, he's down under. But thank you for this very generous Australian super chat, my friend. He says, good morning, football priests and MHH family. I've been away on two weeks, uh, a two-week camping trip. Cool, dude. Where'd you go? Outback? Huh? I'm not talking about steaks, okay? <laughs> uh, a camping trip finally back. Looking forward to some Broncos talk. Awesome, dude. Well, we're happy to have you, and we hope that you got to uh, have a great experience there and uh, recharge your batteries. Now I really want a Blooming Onion. Thanks, Chad. But yeah, <laughs> Geiger, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And good morning to you, and we appreciate you tuning in. All right, let me see here. John, the stream just did a old jumper on me. Um, yeah, let's grab Andrew there. Jumping in. Oh, let me – thanks again, Peter. Um, Andrew Morrow with a super sticker. I'm not sure what it means. Zach, I'm not great at interpreting um, various emoji and – Looks like a suitcase. Talk- you going somewhere, bro? You hitting the bricks? Travel safe if you are. But, Andrew, you've been a very, very dedicated uh, superstar, especially lately, man. You've come back with a vengeance. And so, I don't know, man. I've, I'd love to see that profile pic in a Mile High Huddle T-shirt or hat or something. So, why don't you send us a, an email, milehighhuddle at gmail.com. Let's get you a T-shirt or something as a small thank you for your ongoing support. And it's not just the huddle up pods that right, yeah. he, he supports all the shows. I was just going to say, yeah, all different podcasts, all different uh, exclusive Facebook shows we have. Andrew's always there. So uh, we, we see you when we acknowledge you, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks buddy. John, I'm just looking in the back real quick here. Thanks Alex for the stars. Yes, indeed. Thank you, buddy. Um, okay. So we're actually on track. We got Muhammad who has also a sticker, Gary leads. Hey, there he is. The legend. The legend. Missed you today, though. I don't remember seeing John. Was Gary in the uh, – he wasn't in Broncos Book Club. Oh, he was? Okay, cool. Right on, Gary. Appreciate you, my friend. And I believe in KK as well, as he always is. So, oh, Gary, yeah. You are the man. Moss Death. And I'm not talking about the rapper, okay? Uh, Muhammad, also there for our great uh, supporter shows on Facebook. The resident MHH male model rocking the swag. This hat and the hoodie – with panache, with style. Appreciate you, Mo. He's just dropping the mic on us, as he wants to do. Appreciate Indeed. you, Mo. Uh, we got Boise Man, too, in the house. And I found out, I'm not going to betray your uh, physical location, Boise Man, but suffice to say, I found it as somewhat of a surprise when we got your T-shirt on the way. You're not in Boise, my dog. But either way, we appreciate your generosity and your support. Zachy says, what's up, fellas? When I listen after the fact, I listen at one and a half speed to fit it in my commute. So when I catch a live, you sound lethargic. Haha. <laughs> Excited for the fantasy league. Lock with the 1.01. By the way, sleeper app is the best. Hashtag never box for life. I'm not sure what he means by that, but I actually I- listen to all the podcasts I check out, Zach, on 1.75 speed. So Boise, man, step your game up, dude. Let's go. 
I'm pretty sure I already talk on 1.5 speed, though, so I don't know how you can speed me up even more, but Boise, we appreciate you. And uh, Sleeper App, I believe that's the app that helps you sleep better. It plays like ambient noises or, or really ASMR or something like that. I've heard of it. I don't use it, but uh, if Boise Man says so, then something to check out. I'll check it out. Sleep is has traditionally been my enemy. I've always struggled. I sleep good once I fall asleep, but I have always, uh, as ever since I became an adult, I just have a hard time getting to sleep. Just so throw Blades of Glory on, Chad, and you're out. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially the music, the way that opens up, for sure. That's actually one of my rotations. If you, I mean, it's what a coinkadink. I don't believe in coincidence, Zach, but I do work Blades of Glory. I turn on my phone. I got my earbuds in. Shut the phone on its face so I'm not seeing the light, and I listen, and then that's what helps get me to sleep. But uh, Invictus Films, been a minute since we've seen this fella in the house. Thank you for that super chat, bro. Where Thank you me. been? Thank you. Yeah, certainly. And uh, Zebulon says Sleeper is a fantasy app, so maybe I was totally oh. wrong on that. I was uh, taking it too literally. I've never heard of that. So uh, tell us, though, Zebulon, what's it about? How does it help you manage your fantasy? Invictus, if you have any questions or topics yes. you want to get to, John will keep an eye out. Just put it in the stream. Another legendary superstar. There he is. As I would say to uh, one of my best friends, uh, his oldest son is named Aaron, and I always call him Big A, Little A, R-O-N. Lynch in the house. What's up, dude? Thank you for that super chat. He says, I too am long intrigued by being Denver's new QB. (laughs) (laughs) Though the notion has not gained traction. Really, though, I'd be suspicious if Houston changed their tune and decided to rid themselves of Watson, given the situation. Yeah, I would too. And Zach, what a bleak existence that team would be facing without Deshaun Watson under center. I mean, it's already pretty bleak. They have a guy who has no business being the head coach. They have a GM who has no business being a GM and a a VP who has no business or whatever uh, he is being the VP. But they've signed, I think, like 50 players this offseason. Their roster, Houston, is a mishmash of random veterans, Philip Lindsay included. That team, Watson or not, is going to be a dumpster fire with a capital D this year. Indeed. Even if he uh, is able to play this year, which I'm I'm guessing he'll be able to at some point, that team is going to be ugly. Bad. So Bad. anyway, thanks, Aaron. Appreciate you, brother. We got the Duchess in the house as well. Wow. Michaela. Um, I think John and I keep clicking on it at the same time. Let me do that one more time. There she is. What's up, Michaela? Good to see you. Thank you so much for that. Seriously, that that just makes our day and starts our week off on a phenomenal, positive best. note. You know, makes us feel loved. So hope you know we love you back. She says, I do not want any part of Watson. He is a disgrace to humankind. I feel you. One woman could be alive, but 22? No way says Michaela. And I'm with you on that, Zach. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you can wonder, uh, you still have to take any allegation like that seriously, even if it's only one, right? Um, But when it becomes 22, I mean, it's a cavalcade of just, you gotta, you gotta face it. You gotta pay attention to this because there's, it's a pattern of some sort, unless you really want to put on a tinfoil hat, go down the rabbit hole of, some grand conspiracy of 22 random women who also happen to have on their resumes uh, the fact that they were massage therapists who also happen to have on that resume that they worked on NFL players like Deshaun Watson, and then they all come together to hatch a plan like this. I mean, it beggars belief. 
There's even a crazier conspiracy theory that Robert McNair or the Texans franchise paid off these women to conspire against Deshaun Watson. It's just crazy. It seems like, and I'm just speculating, I don't know about the legal you know, ramifications, it seems like Deshaun has some sort of proclivity involving masseuses or massages. Th- th- I'm going to leave it at that. And that's yeah. why you see 22 different women coming forward, but a disgrace to humankind. Michaela's putting me to shame coming in with the fire today. Yep. A predator that needs to be taken out, you know, in terms of like exposed, I mean, right. And it's seen, and I really do feel like this has uh, exposed him. Now he might not, you know, I, I don't know what the legal, um, definitions are for assault or you know if it's a guy just being too forward there's a there's maybe a not so fine line there what's being a little too forward and being like actually assaulting somebody in that context might be but either way on either side of that I mean what a pathetic human being you know I mean there's always the chance that this is all cooked up as small as it might be but still man it just Houston probably just needs to get rid of him exercise that demon like that's going to be a stain on the soul of that city. Again, bleak future for this team, dude. It really is. And it's crazy that Deshaun Watson would even put himself in that situation. I mean, you're a star quarterback with a hundred and something million dollar contract. You led the NFL in passing. You can have anyone you want, anything you want. Why would you put yourself in that jeopardy? Not once, not twice, but apparently, allegedly, 22 separate times that we know of. That we know of. Yep. <clears throat> Yep, not only that, risking your entire NFL career, but doing harm to these women. So shame right. on this dude. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's turn the the page here and really quick shout out our great star senders, our superstar senders on Facebook. We're gonna grab Andrew, uh, but Randy, what's up, dude? Andrew, Gary, Alexander, what's up? Zebulon, jumping in. Uh, just taking a small break, gang, from battling the Romulans to join us. Thanks you guys. Much love to you. Appreciate you guys on Facebook. We are working toward our goal of 500,000 stars on Facebook. Each one of you are contributing to that. And when we reach it, we're going to give away a Von Miller Jersey and it's only going to go to the raffle is going to go to those who chipped in those stars. So the more times you've chipped in, that only increases the number of uh, raffles, your name in the raffle. All right. What was that comment there? Randy, what's up, dude? Good to see you, bro. Uh, That we, there he is, Andrew. What's up, my whole damn fam damly? Uh, hashtag MHH for life. Another day closer, ready for the questions to be answered and critics silenced. Hashtag let them hate. Yeah, we're looking forward to that too, my friend, for real. You know, it's going to be really interesting, but I got to keep reminding everybody that is, is as confident as I feel, or let me say optimistic, as I feel that Drew is going to ultimately come out on top in this competition with Teddy. <clears throat> you got to be ready for the reports coming out of Dove Valley that he's not blowing the doors down or that it'll be two days of kind of so-so and then all of a sudden he'll have a big tent pole day and you know then another two or three days of kind of whatever. That's probably what you have to look forward to. And I hope Drew proves me wrong, but I still think it'll be enough to get him to the preseason, Zach, where you get to the preseason games, the lights go on, Drew is a gamer, and that's where he actually can – create some distance between him and Teddy in the practice format. It favors the veteran. It favors the guy that's a more on schedule buttoned up type journeyman quarterback. But once you get to the games where it's, Hey, make a play, get us downfield, you know, find a way, make a way that favors drew. So I can't wait to see how it unfolds. 
you know, because of the quarterback dilemma or the quarterback, you know, failures the last five years, so many fans want instant gratification. They want instant results. They want instant success. And especially so after having six weeks without Broncos football, heading into training camp, a normal training camp, a lot of optimism in the air. And if you guys are expecting, like Chad said, on July 29th for Locke to come out and throw four touchdowns against this Broncos defense, which, by the way, could be the best defense in the NFL you're going to get you know, your hopes dashed pretty harshly. And the same thing goes for Teddy Bridgewater. He was also throwing picks in OTAs and minicamp. He was also at times having some roller coaster moments. It's going to be a process. It's going to be a collective growth, a collective development on offense. And like Jet said, the preseason is where they're going to make their money. There's where they're going to win their jobs and, and create more of the, the picture for the regular season. Don't judge the first practice. Don't judge the second practice. Give it some time. Let them go through their growth spurts. Let them go through the ups and downs. And by week one against the Giants, hopefully those flaws and those issues are hammered out where they should be in the summer, not the fall. Amen. Amen. All right, let me grab this one from Clay. What's going on, Clay? Pardon me. Really appreciate your support. Good to see you. He says, shame on both of you. Dr. Pepper for the win. Good to see you both. Also, I'm not sure what he means there, dude. I'm like, Dr. Pepper is the goat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't slander Dr. Pepper. I'm more, if, if I drink soda pop, I'm drinking Mountain Dew. But I will, if I go to a place and I say, Mountain Dew, please. And they say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have that. I'll say, do you have Dr. Pepper? That would be my number two. I do dig Dr. Pepper. But he says, good to see you both. <clears throat> uh, also, Zach, the owner I would prefer is the Clippers owner, Mr. Balmer, to answer your question you asked a week ago when I asked yeah. about Denver Broncos' ownership. Hmm. I don't know much about Balmer uh, other than what his current business holdings are right now. I don't know if he's interested in, in owning a NFL team. So that's you know that'd be interesting because he seems to have the Clippers on the right track, and he seems to have gotten over – what was it? Donald Sterling was the former owner. Mm-hmm. He got in some hot water, and he's yeah. been – I mean, Ballmer's been the answer there, but almost what uh, Pagula in Buffalo has done for them as well. You just need a stable hand. You need a guy who's involved, who's willing to spend money, who knows what the basic football nuts and bolts are, but you don't want a micromanager. You don't want a Jerry Jones looking over the coach and GM's shoulder. So it's kind of a fine line. And But, Clay, I appreciate you coming back and uh, giving me your, your pick. So we now know, to connect the dots, Invectus Films on YouTube is also – Alexander Emmert on Facebook. Good to know, my friend. He says, I love it when I catch you guys live. I also chat as myself. Okay, I'm going to try and remember to keep those dots connected, but thanks for that clarification, bro. And thank you for supporting us on both platforms. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, Here's Jess. What's going on, Jess? It's good to see you. He says, Sutton, Cortland Sutton, comeback Mm -hmm. player of the year. Let's hope, bro. Let's hope. I mean, this is a guy, you know, I had an article, Zach, I don't know, a month or so back where that – orthopedic surgeon guy reached out to me and he goes, Hey, there's a study on wide receivers returning from an ACL and the success rate of those wide receivers returning based on their age. And Sutton falls into that age category who had the best return from an ACL tear. So that's to me is optimistic. Plus what we know about this dude is he's just an animal. He's a very driven and committed guy. So I think he, the NFL is about to be reminded of just who the Sam Hill Cortland Sutton is. I don't disagree with any of that. I think Sutton's going to have just a Cortland Sutton type season, you know, 1,200, 1,100 yards and eight to 10 touchdowns, I think, as a floor. But this award, Comeback Player of the Year, historically goes to quarterbacks. And as long as Dak Prescott stays healthy, I Mm -hmm. think he's pretty much a lock for that award, unfortunately for Sutton. 
We shall see. Seth Harmon, what's going on, my friend? A longtime superstar in the house. What's up, buddy? He says, do you uh, do you guys see the Broncos trading for a player or trading away a player in the season? Um, Zach, you, go ahead and answer this. What are your thoughts? Well, Seth, uh, last week's episode of KK, not today's, but last week's, we actually went uh, over five candidates that might be traded from the Broncos. So if you're not a Facebook um, supporter, I, I, you know, highly encourage you to, to uh, subscribe to that. One player who the Broncos can trade away, and I'll, I'll leave you, Chad, for the Broncos, the player they can trade for. Um, obviously, you have to look at the surplus where they have it. So someone like uh, Royce Freeman at running back, maybe, you know, a, a cornerback. I, I've heard Bryce Callahan's name being floated. Maybe, and this is the, the name I posited on KK, if – Big if Javante Williams, Broncos rookie running back, really takes hold of that starting job and makes Melvin Gordon a non-factor, maybe the Broncos look to flip Melvin Gordon by midseason, by the trade deadline, get that contract off the books. You know, they, they're already paying him guaranteed money. Maybe get a mid-round pick for him. But I think Freeman is the obvious candidate among the Broncos, at least they're veterans they can trade. Yeah, I mean, I think if the Broncos trade for someone – it's probably going to be – I mean, I know this is the low-hanging fruit here, but one of these quarterbacks that have yeah. been blown in the wind for the last few months, but I really don't see it. At this stage, it just doesn't feel like that's what's going to happen. Like, on one hand, I can sit here and tell you that I, it doesn't make sense to me that Aaron Rodgers, after all this, would just quietly return to the Packers. But on the other, as Zach said, what really pokes the hole in, in this whole argument on a logical, rational level for me is that you know, if it was going to happen, you'd think it would have happened by now. And it's just, I don't know. But if it does happen, it's probably a quarterback. But who knows, man? Who knows? Another player that someone's – Clifton right here, this is a good point. Uh, maybe Tim Patrick, if Jerry, Judy, KJ Hamler, and Cortland Sutton take off. I mean, Patrick, maybe they can get a pick for him instead of letting him walk for free uh, next year. Alexander says, hey, guys, I was thinking today about how this offense might be closest to the 98 team. Power running with dangerous wideouts and tight end. I feel you on that, but it wasn't a power running game, right? It was the zone blocking scheme. Shout out, shout out, right, to uh, Gibbs, who just, Alex Gibbs, who just passed away. Um, but yes, I see what you mean. The missing component is that was a Hall of Fame quarterback. And you've got a bona fide young tight end, Noah Fant, Hall of Fame tight end, Shannon Sharp. Maybe Noah Fant can become that someday. You had 2,000-yard receivers on the outside, Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey. Maybe you get that out of Sutton and Judy. Those the, those stars do kind of line up. But the offensive line kind of similar in that, well, in 98, that team was the post-Gary Zimmerman left tackle era where Tony Jones, who started at right tackle in Super Bowl 32 and the win over the Packers, swung over, started at left tackle when Zimmerman hung up his cleats. You know, they're, they're, it's a similar offensive line, but Zach – the quarterback, as much as we are optimistic in Drew, it's nowhere even close to as proven as what the Broncos had under center, even in year 16 for John Elway. Yeah, Alexander, your uh, mentions are you know about to be RIP because you just compared Drew Locke to John Elway, so shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. This is the, the a more apt um, statement that you can make. This is the most talented team the Broncos have had since Peyton Manning. 
far and away on offense, on defense overall. You can maybe argue the coaching staff as well. Based on on paper right now, theoretically, this is the most talented team. And as long as they meet up to those expectations and this offense performs with the weapons they have, and despite having a quarterback downgrade going from Elway to someone like Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, we should still see a double-digit win offense and a very exciting offense at that. Boise man, letting us know. We, we deduced this earlier, but here's his super chat. Thank you again, my friend. Sleeper app is a fantasy platform. Ha ha. Way better than ESPN or any others. Just a suggestion for the league. So, Zach, when you're setting this up, it sounds like you can manage the league from Sleeper. So, I'm going to have, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, we did it on ESPN last year. I'm not crazy about ESPN, but that was the consensus. I'm more of an NFL.com guy, but I'll look into Sleeper. And it's a good uh, – I uh, good – point to point out here if anyone wants in on the mhh fantasy league we're going to get it started probably next month we're getting names down right now probably a paid league nothing finalized yet let us know in the comments we'll get your name down here is a newer name on super chat and he jumps in with a plump rocking the mhh the newest mhh shirt that we have up there Robert, what's up dude thank you for that super chat he says priests beast and mhh family introducing myself robert Love my shirt. Have listened, watched you guys for forever. First time going public. Awesome. Denver Broncos for life. Hey, dude, mile high salute. Stick around. Make yourself known. Contribute to the conversation. Doesn't have to be a super chat every time. Get in there. Talk about it. Let's hear what your insights and takes are. But very nice to uh, meet you in this way, Robert. And thank you for the support, buddy. Yeah, good to see you, Robert. We hope to have you around going forward, and thank you for your contribution. Like Chad said, don't worry about even supering. Just interact with us, and we appreciate that. Aaron, this is how you know it's meant to be, my bro. Your membership in this community says, Chad, I've never heard anyone else use the big A, little a, R-O-N. I grew up hearing that from my fam. Very interesting, very interesting. But we're happy to have you, bro. We consider you fam. Hope you know that. Uh, Brandon, a.k.a. Bama Broncos, in the house. What's up, dude? Thank you for the super. He goes, I am not getting caught up in all the QB drama this offseason. I am just ready for live football. Hey, that's probably the smart play, Brandon, not getting too caught up in what's going on, all these rumors. You know, we relish it. We have a great time. I mean, the offseason, man, what else are you going to do after the draft? When you got a nice, juicy rumor connected to your team, I mean, we, we've made hay while that particular sun has shined. Uh, or is it Sean? Or is it Sean? Now I question my my grammar, but either way, Brandon, we feel you not getting too invested. And look, Zach, if it ends up devolving back to what we expect, and that is Drew versus Teddy, it's going to be fun. It is, Brandon. If I, you know, if I was just purely a fan, I'd be right there, divested with you, like trying to fast forward to the regular season. Okay, just tell me who the Broncos' quarterback is. But as Chad and I, as content creators, we're not looking those gift horses in the mouth with Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. So we'll keep taking the brunt of it for you. We'll keep going through the muck to tell you what's going on with the Broncos' quarterbacks. But hang in there. Training camps around the corner, and we will have an answer. Thank God. Very very soon. This kind of puts the accusations of Deshaun Watson into terrible context. Terrible in the sense that it's a terrible notion. Gary says there are enough women accusing him to play a football game. You got 11 on each side. That is just, yeah, yeah. What well, uh, Do you really want this guy rocking your team's colors? I mean, seriously, do you? 
and giving up a first round pick and taking on a, a massive contract. You know, we, we, we talked about his character and we kind of condemned him, but he, these are also accusations as well. I mean, it's innocent until proven guilty. So we have to see how it plays out. I hope for all involved that it's a positive outcome. Here we have Dale Hendricks, one of our great superstars. What's up, Dale? Thank you, buddy. I have a ticket and will travel from Palm Springs to cool. the opening home game, September 26th. Cool. Looking forward to meeting everyone in person. Hashtag let them hate and Denver Broncos for life. So, yeah, guys, as we inch closer, we'll start hammering on this uh, a lot more. But, guys, we want to see you because we're going to have a big old MHH tent outside and power filled at Mile High on September 26th, which is the home opener for your Denver Broncos going against what we expect to be Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. So when you show up, and I know, Zach, we have yeah. people coming from not only across the fruited plain, we got superstars coming from Hawaii for the meet and greet. Who knows where else they might come from? But nevertheless, when you show up and you see the tent, it's not going to be hard to find us. When you do, come up, make sure you introduce yourself. We, we want to meet as many of you in person as possible. Shake your hands because that's what this is really about. And, you know, we're going to have some MHH staff as well. John's going to be there. We're going to have some other podcast uh, hosts as well. And we're all going to be there for one common, you know, result. And that's to get that W against Zach Wilson and the Jets. In the home Mastiff. Harry, what's up, Harry? Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Um, here's Alexander's um, reply to us. He goes, LOL, of course, there is that Hall of Fame QB factor, which I should have added as a disclaimer. But I saw similarities in everything else. As for Drew... I'm going to indulge my fantasy and believe. Don't rip me, brothers. LOL. We're definitely not ripping. We're definitely not ripping. You know that. But, uh, but yeah, that's if anything, the takeaway here, Alexander, is that, as Zach said, this is the most talented roster the Broncos have had post-Payton. So, hey, if there was ever a time in what have been, you know, a, a, an era of, unfortunate depredations in Broncos country. If there's ever been a time to now really start girding up your loins for some optimism, now's the time, especially Zach. If you get one of these quarterbacks, regardless of which turn in a corner and play in some quality ball. Girding up your loins. That's a Chadism that I haven't heard yet. I love that though. Yeah. It's going to be fun and exciting. And can it also be, you know, thrown out there? This might be the easiest schedule the Broncos have had since Peyton Manning hung up his cleats. So all these things are working in harmony, and if the stars align, regardless of who's quarterbacking, we're going to see a fun season in Mile High this year. Yeah, it will be fun, guys, but, you know, uh, the tent. Here's the thing, Pete. We're, uh, we want you to have fun. We want you to come and do your thing. We are going to be tailgating. We're going to have some food and stuff like that. But at the same time, we're going to be doing content. You know, we're going to have people coming. They're going to be bringing their kids, I'm sure, stuff like that. So we got to keep it uh, – on the level as possible. We, we, we don't want to get in too out of control, right, with the party aspect, but definitely we want you coming there in the spirit of community, brotherhood, uh, celebration. Let's just remember, we can't get too out over our skis. <laughs> We're technically working that day, but we'll find we a way to have some fun as well, for sure. Most definitely. But guys, it's we're 42 minutes in. I think we've, uh, unless there's any other burning topics you guys want to get to, there hasn't been any other real news to, to address. I mean, it's been cool. I know Pete, that's what you meant. It's all good, bro. Um, but you know, when we talk about these things, we gotta, we gotta sometimes spell things out, right? We, we gotta communicate. Um, John Lynch, you know, had a, had a, a zoom, uh, with local press, you know, he's going into the hall of fame. 
GM of the San Francisco 49ers. He's going into the Hall of Fame. So the Broncos get to have what a what an August this is going to be, Zach. You got Peyton going in, uh, and John as in the same class. Plus, we get to finally hear from Steve Atwater, who went in last year, but because of the pandemic, was unable. To, we weren't able to really celebrate him. He wasn't able to give his speech. He wasn't able to be introduced. He wasn't able to don the gold jacket and just that whole ritual, right? That we as fans celebrate and savor and look forward to when one of our own gets enshrined. August is going to be fun because we get the preseason games and we get the Hall of Fame. A normal preseason and normal training camp. And about I'm I'm happier for Atwater than anyone else, Peyton Manning included. You talk about a guy who deserves this moment. Steve Atwater embodies that. So, yeah, it might be dead for now on July 18th, but give it a couple weeks and we'll be ripping and roaring with Broncos news, and I cannot wait for it. Hey, we invite you guys to join us in Broncos Book Club, all right? you got to be a supporter on Facebook, but – Get the book, Elway, A Relentless Life. That's what we have started off with. It's a lot of fun. Dave is one one of our great supporters who has opted to go out and get the book and read along with me so that we can talk. You know, it's one thing for me to get up there and just like say, here's what I got out of this. But when Dave's also reading, he can say, yeah, that's cool. Here's what I got too. That's what makes it that much more fun. But guys, I think that's going to do it for today's episode of the Huddle Up podcast. Uh, whoops. Thanks, John. Sorry about that. Uh, boom. Um, guys, we're going to cut it a little bit close uh, or a little bit early. Pete, appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate each and every one of you. Mile high salute to our Super Chat superstars. Do not forget, tomorrow night for the Huddle Up Pod, we have one of your own, one of your Denver Broncos, Austin Schlotman, and that is how it's pronounced per the Denver Broncos media guide. We'll we'll, uh, confirm that, John, when we get Austin on uh, before we hit the old go live button, but my understanding based on the media guide, Schlotman, so do not miss that. That is a must-watch, can't-miss episode of the show. So we'll see you guys then. And other than that, Zach, do your thing. Have a great rest of your weekend, Chad, John, everyone out there. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight. Be sure to follow the Huddle Up Pod on Twitter at Huddle Up Pod. Follow the main account at Mile High Huddle. You can follow Chad on Twitter at Chad and Jensen. You can follow myself at Kelberman NFL. You can follow our producer, Buana Beast, John Cronenberg at John KMHH. Be sure, guys, if you haven't already, go to Facebook.com slash Mile High Huddle Pod. Like the page, follow the page. Also, Facebook.com slash Mile High Huddle. We just dropped KK, Broncos Book Club. We have Trickle Zone coming out every week. I promise you guys, hit the big blue button, become a subscriber, a supporter. You won't be disappointed. If you haven't already as well, huddleuppod.com and get your swag, get your hat, get your shirt, etc. A lot of stuff coming soon there as well. But guys, if you haven't done any of those things, do these three things. Takes five seconds total. Subscribe, like, and share. Helps us grow more than any other thing you can do. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Chad and I are out, though, until tomorrow night. We'll be back on at 6 o'clock Mountain, 8 o'clock Eastern with Mr. Austin Schlotman, Broncos guard. See you guys. Take care. And as always, go Broncos.